but normally it's she yeah see it gives me the message it's like recording in progress yeah there she is there <laughs> now i, I can are. see the little dot now <laughs> you are on air hello hello so have you gotten used to your voice yet um yes it's just the videos now that makes me still kind of cringe a little bit listen it's fine but it's getting better i mean like i said i've the the voice thing doesn't bother me at all anymore and like it's funny because i was talking to people at work about it too i was like you know i used to actually like hate the sound of my voice but then like so many people are like oh you guys like sound really good like you have a good reading voice and yada 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 and i was like all right i guess i don't sound that bad <laughs> but now and i told like one of my coworkers, i was like look i was like you think like hearing your own voice is bad imagine like watching your own face i was like i feel like i'm like stroking out half the time because i noticed that like one of my sides is like use more than the other so I'm like am I like stroking out stroking out right now because I was like using only like half my face so I, I like overanalyze now like am I am I using both both smiles equally like okay well first of all you don't look terrible and you don't sound terrible and you don't look like you're having a stroke so yeah. that's just my own opinion but yeah, it's, and then like, it's funny. Cause like, you notice like all like your little bad habits too. You like nitpick at things. Like I noticed like, okay, I, I tried to leave my hair alone more. So that's why I like use the clip. I was like, maybe if it's like clip back, I won't want to like touch it all the time or, you know, do whatever. But, sure. and it's funny cause I started like when I would go back and watch some of like, and that's why we drink when they posted their videos and stuff too, you would see like, like how many times like they'll do this, like like I think it was like M. She would always like touch the mic or whatever. No, it was Christine. She liked to like move the mic around so many times that it's like, okay, that's her thing, you know. Everyone's got a thing. Yeah. Apparently, my thing was just touching my hair over and over and over again. So I was like, okay, I Shannon, do your hair, hair a lot too. Put it back. So then you're not going to want to touch it because it'll get fucked up. So. Yeah. Well, I can't touch it. I mean, I could do this. <laughs> that's about it. So yeah. Oh. Where is the thing? I haven't. So for anyone watching or listening, it doesn't really matter. So we have taken kind of like like a week off. So you guys, I mean, what you guys don't know is we've been recording like two episodes a week back to back for like three weeks straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were we are preparing for this awesome surprise. We will tell you at the end of the episode. So you have to stick around if you want to know what the, the awesome, amazing surprise is. But we have been just going nonstop every week for the last three weeks. And we were like, we can afford a week off. And I'm between me and you, like, I am really glad that we did. Because like I told you earlier, like this last week has been just brutal with work. And like, Last night was the first good night of sleep I had in the week. It was bad. I haven't, I've barely had time to really like dig into shit for the podcast. Like I've had so many commitments and so many things I had to focus on that I was like, I felt like I was falling behind with what I was going to present to you and, you know, just tracking the show and providing content and keeping up to date with like the social media stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? it's been so brutal. And I was like, I don't know if I would have been able to make this episode happen if we didn't have that week off. Like, I hope it wasn't as bad for you as it was for me, but it was, it was brutal this this last week. It was a little bit. Yeah. I think the, 
prior week, not this week, but the prior week was really rough for me. Um, this week's just been kind of like busy. And I feel like it's because, um, like I just kind of like worked back to back. So I was like, I worked two nights and then I was only off for two, which is okay. But then like, I had like appointments and stuff during those times and like a bunch of stuff that I want to get done. And mm. then I, I got like what mostly what I wanted done done. So like I did a lot of my research and obviously like I'm super stoked about the topic I have to present for you today. But yeah, like I needed that week too. And I know like a goal of mine too is going to be to get better at creating like social media content too. Cause I know that's a big driving factor too, that, you know, when you're starting up a podcast, like anybody can do it, but the, the upkeep is what's really hard and taking the time to do that. So, and I tell myself too, I was like, you know, it'll get better the, you know, the faster I can do things and stuff like that and just kind of like get through it, but I just got to practice and continue to do it. So I know like, I apologize. Cause like these last couple of weeks too, for everybody that like listens to us or like even looks at our posts and stuff. I know we haven't really posted much because I think like you were saying too, we both just needed that time to get some stuff done and like catch back up on things too. And like I said, now I'm going to like regroup and refocus on getting some more content out, especially since it's like our favorite like month of the entire year. So Season. speaking of Miss Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you guys are so lucky because I forgot the assignment. <laughs> and I say forgot, I didn't, I didn't not understand the assignment. You know, this assignment has been in the works, but I, because I have been on such a lack of sleep and I got so much of it last night that I was just like, so go, go this morning that like, we're supposed to do this in two batches, all right? Like we're, when we say we have been recording back to back, like we're literally about to record three episodes <laughs> today. Yeah. So I told my boyfriend, I was like, I'm going to be gone for the next like three hours. Like you need to figure your own shit out. Like, mm. sorry, I can't be available to you. So I totally was so excited for um, this episode that we're going to do that I can't tell you about yet that I just got dressed. And she's like, did you already get ready? And I was like, yeah, I realized halfway through my hair being done that I couldn't go back. <laughs> so you're welcome. Yes. And I am still still waiting on one more piece of mine so you guys get a double whammy of us recording in costume but i do mm-hmm. have a cute little clip i just want to show everybody my clip i mean it is super cute very cute amazon so if you want it if you want this because this this episode will roll out the second to the end of october um i think yeah so if you want the clip maybe shannon you can give us the uh Amazon link in the description. We'll put it down there. Definitely. So, Definitely. and Amazon sponsor. So, highly suggest them because they're super cute and it's just like it's a fun little way. I I'm gonna wear it year round because it's just it's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I wanted to say this is the first time I've had a chance to look at our stats since um, October has started, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. So, I'm only looking at the new stats from like Podbean. I haven't been able to go in and do my nerd stuff of like. Podbean and Chartable and like do all the kind of things. So that's just based on Podbean. So if you're not listening to us on Podbean, that's fine. If you're not following us on Podbean, but you're listening to us on Podbean, that's not cool. You should follow us on Podbean. Uh, we do have three followers now though. So that's fun. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to say hello to all of our patients um, off of this report being hello and in the order. So if you don't like your ranking, 
I've said it before and I'll say it again, do something about it. Share, like, boost, whatever you can. It actually really helps a lot. So hello to everyone in California, Florida, Washington, Georgia, Illinois, Texas, Tennessee, Colorado, New York, Pennsylvania, Kansas, Michigan, South Carolina, Wisconsin, Virginia, Arizona, way down there on the list. So see where see where you're at. Utah, Indiana, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, Montana, North Carolina, Rhode Island. That's a new one. Um, Iowa, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma, and the remainder being unknown. And by remainder, I mean the majority. So 153 of our downloads come from unknown, which is fine. We don't know where you are technically in the U.S., but if you didn't, if you're from somewhere and we didn't say, let us know, send us a message, DM an email, we'll like, we will not likely, we'll love to shout you out. But to all of our listeners across the world, which still flabbergasts me to this day, I don't understand how, how we have people outside of the U.S., but thank you for being here to everyone in the United Kingdom, India, Russia, Bulgaria, uh, Belgium, Jamaica, Italy, El Salvador, Sweden, Nigeria, Albania, Canada, Cuba, Germany, Spain, Mexico, Philippines, and South Africa. It's amazing to have you all here. We love seeing you and we love listening to you. You get it. We don't listen to you. You listen to us. I have been (laughs) drinking. So (laughs) this is my third drink. So I got one we got when I was getting ready when we started and had a bunch of technical issues and a refill. So I'm, what, I what deserve are you it. drinking? It's blood. No, um, <laughs> it's this rogue concoction. So John worked on this. Um, so, okay. So anyone who's familiar with Mark Wahlberg in the last year, he's, he's been promoting this tequila brand and because John has his really good friend, she's really good friends with people who work with Mark Wahlberg, blah, 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 blah. So John does a lot of, he's been doing a lot of the promo work for this tequila thing and for for Municipal, which is Mark Wahlberg's athletic line, which is basically Lululemon for men. In case you know. it's, it is. I'll have to tell Sean. There you go. I mean, it's fucking expensive, but the shit is so nice. Like we have a few hoodies and stuff from them for municipal and that shit's I mean they're my well, I say we but they're my hoodies um they're really really nice but yeah like lululemon for men and so John's kind of been doing some stuff for them here and there and so this tequila brand came out that he's been promoting and we got a case of, like of tequila and it was so we've been kind of going through it so to to wrap around this is tequila uh marchino cherry liqueur um, some moonshine soaked marshino cherries and the juice, which is why it's pink and seven up. Good Lord. Yeah. It's intense. <laughs> but it tastes so good. Shannon, you would, you would be delighted by this because it doesn't taste strong at all. It's one of those dangerous ones. that will get you. Yeah, exactly. All I've eaten today is, um, Reese's. So <laughs> we'll see how I am uh, by the end of this recording. Mm. 
Oh, the sun's coming out. It rained for like two seconds. Now the sun's coming out. That's yeah. so funny. The sun came out for me too. Oh. I have a little lake in my backyard now though. That's cute. Does Penny like it? No. <laughs> she is a princess and she will not pee on the water. So. she's she has boundaries she's like these are this is what i'm willing and not willing to accept yeah well i mean so now we laid down just some like artificial turf for now because our backyard's still not done you know almost three years later but <laughs> um so i laid down at least some artificial turf like enough to where she has places to go potty now at least because before i'd have to basically take my dog for a walk every time it rained here in arizona because my backyard would turn into a literal lake so I got tired of having to do that for weeks on end when it's monsoon season. So I decided to literally just throw a piece of turf down there for it, which it works. So, and guess it what? Great. It's green all year. Yeah. Yeah. But now uh, Sean decided he wanted to do some real grass. And I'm like, okay, good luck. Oh, but God. Yeah. Yeah. In Arizona, I mean, he's so. going to do it. This is the season to do it, but he won't be happy yeah. come March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. No, I'll see. I've already gotten Reese's chocolate on this dress. God damn it, Darcy. Oh. This is why we can't have nice things. Anyway. This okay. is white and bleach it. <laughs> what? So you can use bleach at least since it's white. Exactly. There's this, oh, I have a picture of it. It's this like stain remover. It's not shout. It's not that one, but there's a different one. I got it from Target and I gave it to my sister when we packed all of our shit in our, and left. It's it's a fucking miracle. It's not OxyClean. It's not Shout. It's some brand I've never heard of. And it fucking works like a charm. You let it soak on your shit for five minutes and you just run it through a cycle. It's like the same never happened. That's like, and I'm talking like dirt and shit I have on white, my white bell-bottom pants from walking through like muddy water and everything. And it's been sitting for like two weeks. It's phenomenal like 20 out of 10 recommend but nice getting off topic here we love a clean white um clothing clean white clothing listen nowadays you don't know you don't know oh. anymore i mean anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into the politics of a bunch of things but turn it over to you because it's your it's your turn to on our spooky Halloween episodes or October episodes. Okay, let me open up my shit here. So I realized too with the doing all the editing and stuff that we need to be a little bit better about. Well, hello, Darcy. I know <laughs> <laughs> our hellos because I'm always like when I was like trying to edit, I was like, okay, where do I? Mm, that's a that's not a good spot either. <laughs> that's why I'm always like Hessian on. Like it's kind of like yeah, because it's like a good. Okay, this is a this is this this is the break right here. Like okay, and break. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. By the end of the year, which you guys don't know, is there'll be at least thirty like actual episodes that doesn't include bonus content that doesn't include future special content we're going to talk about at the end of the episodes you have to hang around for it but just in general episodes 35 episodes 
we could talk about starting next year, like how to start a podcast and exactly everything that's going to go on with it. Like that's us being one super cocky and two, like you're only like six, like seven months in, like, who are you? Yeah, you're right. But if you haven't started a podcast, we're seven months more than you. So with that being Uh said, (laughs) I I I mean, in all reality, if you really want to do it, you can do it. I yeah, say that to I mean, everybody now, everybody that I talk to, I'm like, you know, it seems like this crazy cool thing. If it's something you're interested in, it's, it's doable. I was like, yeah, my best friend did it. So. I mean, the best thing, I mean, not the best thing, but the biggest thing too, is like, well, you know, everyone has one or like, there's so like the market for this, whatever is so saturated. And it's like, yes, but that's the beauty of the internet. The internet doesn't have the capacity. Like who cares if there's 5,000 true crime podcast who cares if there's like fifty thousand makeup youtube channels like they what they don't have is you like you you as an individual bring something so different to whatever it is you're doing like you're doing it because either you feel you offer something that you're not getting from whatever you're listening to or watching which okay there's already the market or two people have told you that you should Mm-hmm. And now you're finally realizing, oh, you're right. I fucking should. So I'm going to. So if this is your reminder, then this is your reminder. And if you've followed us this far, you've seen how far the podcast has come. It's been <laughs> awful up until now. So, <laughs> and I say up yeah. until now, up until episode 19. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All I'm saying is our most, our most downloaded and listened to episodes are when you came on. So I'm I know, but about the- you. <laughs> hey it's a team effort now so that's the nice part too is that I feel like I know I'm not I'm still learning a lot which I got it like I said I gotta give myself credit for how much I've learned already but I'm hoping that at some point it seems like a very equal team effort so that it it doesn't seem like too much for one person you know first of all it is an equal team effort because here's the thing I have had so many more weeks of like trial and error and figuring things out, but you have kind of just jumped into a crash course. Like I, I never put that on you. I was like, I don't want to overwhelm. You know what I mean? And you're like, I kind of don't give a shit. Just like, tell me what to do. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, like you were like, I am jumping myself into a crash course and you're going to teach it to me. And I'm like, okay. And guess what? You figured it out. You did fabulous. And it wasn't as hard as you thought. It's not, no, it's just, you gotta, once you get the hang of it and really get it down, like how to do certain things and stuff like that, it gets easier, but I'm not going to say that I'm fast at it yet. Cause there's no, that no, I still take a lot of time and it takes, it does take a lot of your free time, but, but like I was telling everybody, it's like, it's something that we enjoy, you know, like exactly. if it's not this and usually like, I'm kind of that nerd that will sit here and read a book, you know, if it's, especially since like right now, if it's like gloomy and rainy outside, like I'll sit there and read a book, you know, it's like, this is, but this is a way that we get to still hang out with each other, wherever you are, wherever I'm at. So, and it brings us like something, a little fun that we can do and research. Like, so the topic I have for this week is I was absolutely like flabbergasted at this. Like I had no idea this even existed. Um, and my mind was just blown. So to get into my episode, I just wanted to ask you, do you know what a necropolis is? Necropolis? 
necropolis, like N-E-C, like necropolis. No, I've heard the term, but I have no idea what it means. So the literal term, when you like look it up um, on like Google and stuff like that, is it's a quote unquote city of the dead. Love. So what I am bringing to you this week, so I kind of kept it along, like I did Jerome for my first spooky episode for October. So it's like a ghost town. This is similar. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's got ghost stories. It's not necessarily per se a ghost town, but it's actual nickname for this place is called City of the Souls. Oh, so if you think of City of the Souls and you think of Necropolis, where would you imagine if there was ever one singular Necropolis for the United States, where do you think it will be? Okay, I see. I'm glad you said the United States because I'm like Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's right. Because like the City of the Dead, right? Like, the, you know how they're anyway um of the united states so we do have one in the united states and this is it and people don't know it even exists i didn't even know it existed i mean it would have to, my mind goes to like pennsylvania or pittsburgh or like wait like where the first americas kind of happened because it had to have been because it's the oldest part of the country right doesn't necessarily have to be old but yeah. I literally died when I found out where it is. Is it in Arizona? It's in California. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, California. California has our, basically, I think, as to my knowledge, our only necropolis for the whole United States. <laughs> so, so it's the necropolis and the city of angels? That seems a bit greedy. It's city of the souls. So, so that's just the city of angels. Oh, well, yeah, there's, yeah. This actual city though is city of the soul. Some people call it city of the dead too. Um, like, yeah, it's in fucking California. <laughs> of course, then fucking California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the more I get into the story, I'm just like, I was mind blown. I absolutely like, I'm like, how do people not know about this? All right. I'm so to get ask into John it. after this episode to see if he knows about it. I'm yeah. in the school of the Californian. Yeah. Okay. So the actual city, like I said, it does exist and it's called Colma, California, which is with a C. So C-O-L-M-A, Colma, California. The even more shocking part is kind of where it's located. Um, so it's actually located just barely south of San Francisco, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So super close to San, San Francisco. Um, so just a little bit, little bit of facts about coma is um, it's meaning. So like it's originating word means spring or many springs. Don't know why I got that name. That's just what it means. Um, and it currently right now to this day, like I said, it's not necessarily a ghost town because obviously people do still live there, um, but it only has about 1800 residents that are living so Whoa. yeah so not not a whole lot of people live there um so a little bit of history a little bit of backstory about coma california um it it kind of goes back to learning about california itself too so we all heard back in the day like this is back probably roughly around 1849 don't don't judge me if my history is wrong i'm not a history person i'm literally just learning stuff on the internet Hi, Jen learning stuff on the internet um 
So back then it was when we heard about the gold rush, the California gold rush. So hundreds of thousands of people are moving to California. And that's what originally made California so populated because they were so rich in gold. Everybody was trying to move there. All these immigrants were coming over from, you know, Asia, from Ireland, all sorts of stuff. They were all, all different places coming into California to try to strike rich, you know, by finding gold. Um, so with all those people, we've heard about the death that came to, you've heard about the plagues, you've learned about the illnesses. Um, so as more and more people came into California, especially in the San Francisco area, obviously death was a huge, huge thing too. So about the 1880s, um, there were roughly in San Francisco area alone, 26 cemeteries. And at that point with already there being about 26, they were almost all at max capacity as is. So that's, you know, quite a few dead people. Quite a few. Um, so with all these cemetery owners, they're like, look, we're running out of space. Where are we going to put all these dead people? We need to go buy more land. So they started looking out because if people who are familiar with California, San Francisco is very much kind of almost like an island. Mm -hmm. So you got one side's got like the San Francisco Bay area and then you got the ocean on the other side. And it just kind of butts up to like the edge where on the, it's like three sides of it are ocean, basically or water. And then when you go south, is when you actually run into coma. So that's kind of an area near San Francisco that they're like, hey, this is going to be a good spot. We can put some of these dead people here because we can build cemeteries. It's close enough. People can get there. It was easily accessed by train. You can get there by horse and carriage. It wasn't too far. There was like a nice road, I guess, that led to it. And they said, even with like the waterways and stuff like that, it was just prime location. So like, cool, like, let's start looking over there to buy land. Um, so in 1887, that's when the first cemetery was created in Colma. So that was from, it's called the Holy Cross and it was a Roman Catholic cemetery. So they're like, first one. Um, and then it says in the late 1890s, um, California with all the popularity, it started, you know, politics were kind of changing. They passed this thing called the state penal code 297. So it prohibited burials anywhere except an established cemetery. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this is like way back then, you know, obviously people's customs were different, you know, they had different ceremonial type things. And these are all primarily immigrants that are living there. So I'm like, are they like burying grandma in the backyard? Probably, you know, who knows? Like cheaper. Yeah. So, I mean, like back then too, they're probably like, oh, you know, this one, this one died too. So where are we put this one, you know, and they, you know, some people were making money. A lot of people weren't. So they, you know, and space was limited and I'm sure whatever was available in any kind of cemetery, it was probably really expensive. So California decided to say, ain't no, bur no more burying grandma in the backyard. We're done. Sorry, grandma. Sorry, grandma. You're going to have to, we're going to have to figure something else out. Um, also too, like I said before, with like disease and whatnot, you got to think too, like if, if people aren't being not, I don't want to say disposed of, but you know, like buried properly and stuff like that, you got to get concerned about that. So there were all these rumors going around too, with like the plagues and stuff that it was due to the dead in the cemeteries and stuff that they were carrying the disease. They were the cause, you know, this is why so much death is going around is because we're not properly taking care of the deceased. Um, so 
going into more of like the history too. still. So with the death, I just wanted to briefly touch on just to put it into perspective, like how much there was um, during this time, they were talking about, we've heard about like the four horsemen, right? So like you, you hear about like the four horsemen of death or like the, the end of the world is coming and stuff like that. They were really talking about that shit like this in San Francisco at the time because of how much was occurring. Um, so these are the four that were documented. Um, first was the, bu the bubonic plague. Then in 1906, they had a very massive earthquake. And then they paired the third occurrence kind of with the earthquake. So the earthquake happened. And then obviously back then, um, stuff wasn't as structurally sound and nothing was really built properly to code. So when the earthquake happened, basically all these miniature fires broke out throughout like San Francisco area and they just kept spreading. So basically almost all of San Francisco just like burned to the ground. So plenty of people died in that too. And then finally, after all that is said and done, they're hit with the Spanish flu. So it's like so much, so much. Um, so yeah, so that was with the four horsemen of California. Now, keep in mind that state penal code I told you about. This has got to be like the most California thing I have ever heard. And don't get me wrong, California, like we love you. We're right next door. We're neighbors. You're one I of our it. top listeners. We appreciate you. Yes. But you have to admit, this is a pretty California thing to do. Um, so starting out when during all these different pandemics and, you know, horrible, horrible things in, in 1900, the city and, count, and county of San Francisco passed an ordinance that no more burials were to be allowed. And you ask yourself, well, why would they, where, what, what are people going to do then? You can't die is what they're yeah, saying. You cannot be buried in San Francisco. And their reasoning behind this was because the land was too valuable and should only be used for the living, i.e. they wanted to sell that real estate. Very California. <laughs> That's a very real estate thing to do. Yeah. But when you think about San Francisco, there's so much like limited space. Like, oh, yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. Like it's people don't realize that like you hear about San Francisco all the time and you think that it's a huge place and it's really not. It's not. It's not at all. It's basically its own little island on California, which is like the cusp of the United States. And just a side note, we went to Key West for the weekend. Like we fucked off to Key West for the weekend. And we, our Uber driver, because we did the Robert the Doll tour, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about towards the end of the episode in terms of like special things. And our Uber driver back to our hotel from the Robert the Doll tour was like, well, I'm thinking of moving up to some, like, I think he's in Jacksonville, Florida, which is, if you're not familiar, that's like a six hour drive from Key West. And we're like, what, why would you go to Jacksonville? And he's like, well, my daughter is there. He's like, also there's literally nowhere to live in Key West. He's like, the real estate's maxed out. He's like, whether you own it or you rent it or you're a hotel, he's like, it doesn't matter. There's literally nowhere to live. And because it's, little bits of island he's like you can't build anymore there's nowhere to build he's like so you can't expand and so it's the same thing that you're saying like there's no room for anyone to move yeah. in yeah that's why oftentimes like you see that they're building up now so they say they can't there's nowhere else to go so they're going up and like you've everybody's seen like the the typical pictures of san francisco where you have like the hills and stuff like they're literally building houses going up hills like that are very steep just because that's all that was left 
and there was nowhere else to go. So they literally said, hey, these cemeteries taking up too much space, man. This is this is some prime real estate here. <laughs> they're dead. Okay. Yes. They're not living. Let's let's just let's just put that out there. They are not living. Did they build to pay on taxes. top of them? Did they build <laughs> on top of them? Um, no, not exactly. <laughs> All right. So it gets even more more a little little dark a little dark here all right so on january 14th which um is the day before the best day of the entire year okay <laughs> might be somebody's <laughs> birthday so you know maybe so but this is back in 1914 um they literally served eviction notices to all cemeteries in san francisco to evict what the dead to evict the dead. <laughs> I want to see a death eviction notice. Like you have 30 days to uh, move all these bodies. Grave. Um, dig up all these corpses, please. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You have 30 days. So yeah, that's basically their what happened. They already them paid for them. They already paid for the plot. They paid for everything. Yes. Fuck off. So they literally said, we're going to give you only a certain amount of time, which it ended up taking a little bit longer because, I mean, you got to move a whole lot of bodies here. That's going to take some time. Um, so it took a couple of years, but they literally told them they had, to, they had to remove every monument. They had to remove every headstone, every body out of San Francisco. The only ones that I believe were exempt from it were literally like, I think like the first two cemeteries ever created. And it's because they were, they were very small. So it was like the ones that were, from the original Spanish that had started San Francisco, like the little literal like origin of San Francisco. They're like, okay, I guess, I guess they can stay. Like, it's, it's very small anyways, so. No one's gonna buy that real estate so you can stay. Yeah, so those ones, those ones were allowed, but that was a very, 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 very small, small, oh, small amount. Um, and it gets even worse. Like I just was flabbergasted. So these cemeteries, obviously like, you know, people paid to have their loved ones buried there. Now they're getting these eviction notices. So their resolution was the state forced these cemeteries. They're, they're going to basically each body that they had to move, they charged the nearest relative $10 per body. So I want you to get on your phone because you're really fast at this, way faster than me, Darcy. What was okay. $10 back in 1914? Jesus Christ. Hold on. Jeopardy music playing now. You said $10? Yes. 10, 18, 14. Oh my God. Type. In 2022. $296.17. Holy shit. After you paid probably the equivalent, because the average funeral nowadays is like $21,000. So if you pay $21,000 and then they're going to come back to you with that, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then, like I said, like, imagine, so I told you about every like plague, fire, earthquake, whatever else you probably, and it's, it's depressing and sad to say this. You probably had a lot of dead loved ones, a lot, especially in 1914. Yeah, 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 it's it just happened quite a bit in that area. <laughs> so, yeah, imagine paying ten dollars or two hundred and some odd dollars per loved one just to have them moved 
forcefully removed from the San Francisco area. Yeah, no. The worst part is, and I think it's almost, I believe it is like a proven fact too. Like you have to believe. So obviously there were incidents where no family was left. You know, they all died or they couldn't find the nearest relative yeah. or obviously they, could, they couldn't afford to pay it. So if you couldn't pay the $10 or 200 some odd dollars that actually would have been, um, they supposedly put everybody into a mass grave. Very like, naughty of them. I'm going to make a statement. Yeah, very big hole, all the corpses. See, this is like a lot more work than just cremating people. Yeah. So lo and behold, all this was put on poor Coma, California. So hence the city of the dead. So you want to get, just take a wild guess as to how many bodies got moved to this small little town. Well, That's like, mind you, only a few square miles. There's 26 cemeteries mm -hmm. and all but two had mm -hmm. to move and everything was basically at max capacity. Yeah. What was max capacity? I don't know. Everyone was different because they were all different sizes. Okay, I'm they did them like like some was like this was like the like Korean you know cemetery or whatever you know whatever maybe you know average. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my brain math because I love math. So I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say twenty at the minimum to be I'm gonna say twenty to be the average, which is probably a low number, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Times twenty six. So I'm gonna say roughly six hundred, maybe more. I'm off. So they moved to Coma, California, over 150,000 bodies. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And people, this is like, it legit happened. And you had to pay let's for just, that. Yeah. So let's just take a moment to uh, 150,000 bodies in one place. In a very that has small no residence yet. It's just a spot. Mm -hmm. This was like a farming town where they like had cattle prior to this. And because of their prime location, you know, Coma, Coma was it. Farm real estate. <laughs> so in order for San Francisco to utilize all of their land, they moved 150,000 dead bodies. Which they should have paid for. I'm gonna say it. Like you wanna yeah. you wanna fucking do real estate here, the country of California, you fucking pay to move bodies. This was the same bullshit argument. I don't know if I told you about this. I'm not gonna harp. We can talk about this later, but the, the moving bullshit me and John recently had to deal with, we weren't even in our lease for 30 days, but they were like, Oh, you have to pay out of pocket to move all of your shit because we're closing our facility. And I was like, I'm not paying you for that. <laughs> And that's a whole, I mean, I didn't. And I'll tell you the fun story about that later. But so I feel that I'm like, yeah, I should have to pay for that because this is a you decision. This isn't a me decision. This is a you yeah. decision. Yeah. So I, if, if you ever happen to go to the San Francisco area too, or anybody else that's listening to this right now goes to the San Francisco area, it's very true. Like take a moment to realize that considering how many people live there, you will not find a cemetery. You won't. I would love to know about the people who live there. In coma? Like, 
in in San Francisco or Colma, like I would love to hear if you're from Colma or I mean, because like mm-hmm. our number one U.S. listener is California, so it's like, yeah. are you in San Francisco? Are you in Colma? Like, what have you heard? Like, have you heard of know? Colma? Have you heard the history of it? Yeah, like, are your you know, family members just, some of those people? Yeah, because like I was like, I just I know that we're so close there too, and like I mean, we've gone I don't even know how many times. You know, we're we're neighbors to them, so it's like we go there all the time. I had no idea. This yeah, is, it wasn't taught in history class. Like you learned about all the plagues and stuff like that, but they didn't say, Hey, by the way, this should actually happen. And that's where like, I did listen to one podcast and I do want to shout them out too. Cause it was two girls and one ghost, which I love the name. Right. Very funny. Um, I like it. And they did a really good job too, because they're one of the few people that actually researched this as well. And I was just like mind blown when I like heard about it. Cause I, I know I wanted to go like the ghost town kind of route, but this ended up kind of making a little spinoff but that's because it's just so 150,000 bodies like like there's gonna be ghost stories let me tell you (laughs) there's there's gonna be they're unsettled to say the least yeah 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 and the worst part is too is that like you know there's always these speculations and stuff like that too but are they true likely unfortunately we don't know though but I'm gonna say likely also is that like all the remaining headstones of people that weren't claimed, you know, all those people that ended up in the mass graves and stuff like that. Unfortunately, they say a lot of them, like they're cement. So they like ground them down and like smashed them and like used them for building materials. And I'm like, they were building a lot at the time. So, you know, you never know if you go to a building in San Francisco, it may be out of somebody's headstone. So, yep. Or, or the other speculation was like half of them got tossed into the bay. You know, we don't know. That's not cool. Okay, no. I have to pause for a second. I have to pee real fast. I told John I went downstairs and I was like, babe, I have some very fun California trivia for you after we're done recording because Shan's covering something in California and I need to know if you know about it. Ooh, yeah, you'll have to tell me if he does know about it, like for sure. I'll let you know. Okay. I'm ready. All right. You got your Reese's? Because we're going to get into this, Darcy. I'm ready to get into it. All right. I refilled my wine again. Okay. So I also wanted to put a little little bit of comedy after that very hard-hitting fact there. Um, (laughs) So... I guess while all this shit was happening and stuff, they were going back and forth with the actual name of Colma, California, right? There was some research that it was actually originally Colma, and then they had changed it at one point. So what they had changed it to at one point, I had to think it was a little bit punny. Um, They had named it Lawndale. 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 I'm like, oh. The lawn there. So there's lots of lawns there, huh? Oh, I go. I wonder why there's so many lawns there. I think plot's a better word, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, I th- can you imagine though if I was like, hey, let me tell you about the necropolis, Lawndale. Like, Lawndale sounds like something from fucking Weeds. Like the show Weeds, where they live in like the cookie cutter houses. Like they live in <laughs> Lawndale, California. Actually, fun fact is they couldn't name it Lawndale because there is a Lawndale, California, so they had to change it back to Colma. Get the fuck out. Yep. I'm done. Yep. 
Yep. So there's a Lawndale near um, LA. So they, I guess, were the original Lawndale. So they got to keep the Lawndale. I'm looking up Lawndale, California. And you know what it looks like? <laughs> I cannot with these people. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like your basic California suburb. Suburbia, yep. Get out. If you're from Lawndale, we're not hating on you, but your name is very uh, lackluster. Yeah, you know, I, I thought it was actually kind of fitting for a, for a place full of uh, cemeteries, you know. <laughs> but lo and behold, it's Colma, you know, which was its original, original name, I guess. So Colma is cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I just, I, I had to give you that because I thought it was very punny. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. After that, that very depressing 150,000 uh, dead bodies. So um, anyways, so I have a couple, couple statistics here for you, which I, I got it from a source. So I don't know. I think it was a few years old, so it may have changed a little bit. Um, so currently it says the dead in Cal in coma still take up 78% of the land area in this city, which makes sense. You only got about 1,800 living people there. And the ratio from like the dead to the residents is about the, the dead take up 99.8, 99.9 and a bunch of like further decimal points comparatively to the living. So for every living person, there is about hundreds of dead. Oh. are you looking at facts too i'm looking at numbers yeah <laughs> given your ratios so 99.9 percent .9 of the dead out mm -hmm. outrun the living mm -hmm. okay and just we'll give it a ballpark 1800 residents so that's basically 99.9 .9 dead for every one living. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's almost 200,000 dead bodies. I actually tend to believe that it's actually more now. Because if you think about it, if they, it let alone, if they're not necessarily tracking, I don't know if it was like tracking the 150 that were moved there, but they say that still on like a monthly basis, they're receiving about 7,000 dead bodies to this day. On a monthly basis from San Francisco, San Francisco and like the other big major outlying areas, but yeah, Get your shit so together, guys. If, go somewhere else. So Get yeah, if like you think about it, I don't care. Like it, it basically like I guess I've never really thought of it when I go visit California, but you really don't see cemeteries at all. You know, kind of sporadically, like you do here in Arizona. There's one here, one there. You know, you got one on the east side of the valley, one on the west side of the valley. You know, whatever. Sure. It's that's because they're all literally compacted to this one area. Um, granted, well, people who, who go visit Coma, they say it's actually a very lovely place because you're so used to that area being filled with the skyscrapers, all like the houses and stuff because of like San Francisco and stuff. And then all of a sudden you get to this little small patch where it's like green <laughs> and like almost foresty a little bit. And it's because if you actually take a look at it, they're actually right now as is 17 cemeteries there but there are very large um i actually consider that they're actually 18 because they even have one pet cemetery okay love yeah yeah 
Yep. It's called Pets Rest. Mm -hmm. We love people following Stephen King's lead. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they have over 13,000 dead animals there. Can we love? Yeah. Yeah. But don't, don't do any pet cemetery shit to that. Okay. That's a lot of dead animals. But you know what? Those pets probably keep the dead company, which is adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved that. I'm like, you know what? That's 18 cemeteries in my opinion. Okay. That counts. It is. Okay. It, that needs to be an honorary cemetery. Because if it wasn't, <laughs> why would you have it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was adorable. So, so I also wanted to mention, um, I did do some research on some of the famous people, because it is California, that are buried in Coma, California. A um, couple notable ones. And I think these are actually some that were even moved. Well, actually, no, change that. These were ones that were buried there because the ones that were moved, like, we didn't really know much of them. So um, at least back then, like, there weren't some notable ones that I think the listeners would know very much. Whereas these ones, we do. So first one being Levi Strauss, which obviously we all know, that's the the major denim denim god basically is what i like to call it because i love my levi's so the gene creator he is buried there um wyatt earp which i don't know if you remember him from history class he's one of the like wild west guys so mm-hmm. one of the shoot him up cowboys he's buried there and then another one who i might actually do a story on to like an actual um episode is somebody by the names of phineas gage have you ever heard of him no Oh, he's fascinating. Okay. So for anybody who um, was like into like psychology and like learning about psychiatry and like the brain and stuff like that and emotions and how that all works, he's one of the founding people. Like his case is one that gets talked about in like discussion groups to this day. So this was way, way, way back then. So he's actually one of the ones that was moved basically in that 150,000 group. Um, He was a railroad, railroad worker back then. And he would, he actually, his story is he survived and it, I'll, I don't know if I could pull up a picture and show you. It was a rod and it impaled his head through his skull and like out his cheek area here. And he survived it. And this is like way back, you know, pre any kind of brain surgery at all. Like, uh-huh. yeah. So do a story. I want to know. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating because the reason why psychology and stuff like that looks at his case nowadays is because he's one of the ones where they learned from his case that when you have damage to that frontal lobe, which is the, the lobe up here in the front, mm-hmm. when you have damage to that, it actually changes your personality. Mm-hmm. So like any people, like when I've had patients that have strokes in that frontal area too, like they, their loved ones say that they're literally a different person. Like they're not the same person they were before. Absolutely. So they got to study him way back then and kind of learn. Um, and they like, once he did pass away, um, they kind of really looked at his brain and see, you know, where actually the true damage lied, how he was able to survive it. Because if you look at his pictures and stuff, like the only real noticeable difference that he had was his like eye, I think it was on this side was like kind of like halfway close. Cause it just, it went through, I guess, like that axial plane right there. But yeah it's it's a fascinating story we'll we'll get into that someday but it the fact that it happened way back then too like it was it was a huge breakthrough for learning and stuff okay anyways also who's buried there do you um have you been familiar with the name abigail folger 
I feel like I've heard the name. So where you've probably heard the name then is she's actually one of the five victims of the Manson family's Tate murders. That's probably where you've heard it. it. Because so she is actually the heiress too of like the Folger coffee brand company, but she was part of that, the five people that were murdered by the Manson family. Um, she's, She's not one of the Tates. She was just there. So that's why people are like, don't realize that she's one of them. Um, and then there's Joe DiMaggio for any of our baseball fans. He's a famous uh, baseball player. He is buried there as well. I was trying to find too if I could find any like famous animals buried there, but I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there. I'm sure there are a couple. I wanted to know if like Lassie's buried there, but <laughs> I want to know where Angry Cat Angry Cat is buried. <gasps> I know Grumpy Cat. You mean? Yes, Grumpy Cat. He's not angry. He's just grumpy. He's just grumpy. He's just grumpy. Did you know that Hagrid died? I know. Oh my God. I know. I went into work and that's how I know I love my coworkers too that I work with. Cause that was one of the first things I heard like oh, Hagrid died. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Want to hear yeah. some fucked up shit? We have a group what? chat with some of our friends and she's a total Harry Potter family. She's like, like she has a cutout of Snape. Like this is, it's She's also fucking amazing and I was like hey Leah like are you okay and then like my friend he puts us in another group chat and he was like basically some deep family stuff was going on and he's like did something happen and I was like uh I didn't even know that happened I was like I was just asking because the guy who plays Hagrid died I was like I don't know and I'm like well um, I hope nothing bad happened with her family member. I was like, this is what I get. This is what happens when I am ambiguous. Like when I'm not specific to the point. <laughs> but like, she loves Harry Potter so much. I was like, hey, are you okay? And then our friend's oh, like- Oh, poor thing. She's probably having a hard I was time. Like, I was like, I wasn't ready for the bomb you just dropped on me. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> wasn't ready. So yeah, that's just a- uh, but really, is she okay? Because I mean, like, that's probably a lot. And then on top of it, I mean, everybody loves Hagrid. How could you not love him? Yeah. First of all, 20, the 2020s have been bullshit. Like, they're taking everybody worth loving. Like, Betty White, the lady who murder she wrote, she's dead. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? She's Aww. dead. Yeah, she's dead. Fucking the queen is dead. Fucking Hagrid is dead. Like, what is there left? What's left? Um... What's his name is dead. The rapper. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, I'm I'm getting off topic. But yeah, I was totally uh completely just embarrassed. There's a whole group chain blowing up over here. And I'm like, I can't read it right now. But I was a I'm glad you put us separately because I feel like a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Darcy, that was not your finest moment. No, that she was having family issues. I was just like are you okay? Cause like Hagrid died. And then my friend's like, did she say something to you? And I was like, I didn't even know that was going on. Like, well, just gonna go leave now. Bye. Well, all right, Darcy. Now that we had that nice short break too. Um, let's talk. Cause you know, the amount of corpses in this one small area, the ghost stories. 
Yay! We love the dead. The ghost stories. Okay. So some of them are just kind of spooky stories too. First one being, I don't know if anybody's heard of it. I I feel like I vaguely heard of it or something similar happening at least. So at that first cemetery that was ever created, I know it's like, I think it's one of the bigger ones too, at the Holy Cross Cemetery. Um, they found a literal human skull in the branches of a tree. This is in recent times too, like I think in like the 1990s. So how old was that skull really? I, I couldn't find out how old the skull was. I The only thing I could, I can find was that the police, they believe it was like a grave robbery type of thing because it looked like it probably was an older skull or at least not something fresh. Um, but the problem or like the weird thing about it is though, is that so they canvas obviously that whole cemetery and then um, even the surrounding areas to like all of them basically. They're like, hey, can you check and make sure none of your graves have looked like they've been recently dug up because you could tell, I mean, it's grass. You'd know that somebody dug up a grave and they literally couldn't find any graves that had recently been like dug up so they couldn't match the skull and like no other like body parts were like in the tree or hanging or anywhere like that so it was literally just a skull in a branch in a tree just out of nowhere and so that it to this day they don't know where it came from or who it belongs to um so it's still kind of like a mystery to this day so it's kind of creepy like just yeah, imagine like hey i'm gonna go see my loved one in the cemetery and then oh look there's a skull in the tree i like to believe that it was someone who was buried underneath where that tree was and was like, fuck you. <laughs> As like a joke, I'm going to put my head here and you're going to remember what you did. And I'm going to, you know, I like to believe that's, that's the humor in that, you know, that's uh-huh. what I like to mm-hmm. here's another, like one of those kind of like, is it though stories is in 1997, I guess this was like super popular at the time. It was like this huge to do um, at this it's called uh, the Olivet Memorial Park, which I believe is also a cemetery or like a park near a cemetery. There was the image of Virgin Mary in the sap of a pine tree. So I um, guess hundreds of people came, paid their respects. I guess they decorated the tree all cute and yada, 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 religious stuff and whatnot everywhere um, because there was the image of Virgin Mary. I mean, they did it with Jesus and a potato chip. Did you yeah. hear about that? you know like the cheeto that's shaped in a certain way you know one of those but virgin mary go figure in a place full of cemeteries another one that i wanted to research a little bit more but i just didn't get a chance to um there was multiple sightings of a reported gargoyle like creature i do love gar- atop- huh i do love a gargoyle yeah so he, I guess he would like sit atop like the, the headstones and oh. like be reportedly hopping from cemetery to cemetery. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of curious. Like, are there any like other cryptid stories in the area? Like, could this be a possible cryptid? Cause I love me a good cryptid, you know? And no one's covered gargoyle, Shannon. Oh, I know. So I'm like, could it, you know? Maybe I, if there was ever a place, I would say like, you know, the, the Notre Dame would be the place you'd find a gargoyle. I mean, the city of the dead gargoyle i think you should be the pioneer of the gargoyle cryptid because no one's done that i would i would do it cryptid people who do cryptid shit and they don't talk about gargoyles yeah i literally just think i'm like there's got to be some stories from the notre dame or like i said 
any of those castle-y like places, but I would say, you know, it's totally fitting for it to be a cemetery full of like headstones from God knows when, how late, you know, corpses everywhere. (laughs) So another one, another story I have for you is there is a place called Cypress Lawn Cemetery. Um, Don't know how appropriate this is or not, but apparently right next door, they have a Cypress golf course right next door. Love. Um, um, you know, shockingly, supposedly what lies underneath said golf course is a bunch of dead bodies from Alcatraz. I'm going to probably guess that that might be true. Do you believe as a side note, do you think the guys that escaped Alcatraz, do you think they lived? Do you think they died? I think they lived. Me too. And we can talk about that later, but I was curious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, you know, obviously Alcatraz had a bunch of dead bodies too that they didn't know what to do with, so Colma, California. I mean, which is weird. I mean, you could have just chucked them into the ocean, like fucking Alcatraz. Like, who's going to go looking? No one's going to go looking. Yeah, I guess the few actual prisoners that had family. But yeah, supposedly they didn't know what to do too, so they were like, meep. Let's play a golf course on top too. <laughs> Make sure the grass is nice and green. That was awful. I know. I'm sorry. It'll be fertilized. It's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, a lot of these reports too, which I found interesting going through some of my research, they actually interviewed a lot of police officers for Colma. Um, and then one story that I guess was shared amongst police officers and is actually a really popular one that gets told is there was one night that a police officer was routinely kind of they have to like make rounds at all the cemeteries too because it's just a lot of openness people can be doing god knows what which i'll get into too um, but he was routinely going through a, it's called the woodlawn cemetery um all of a sudden he's in his police car driving along there's the little paved roads that they kind of wind through and all of a sudden he sees just right kind of like next to the road right there this old man he described him as having like really sunken in eyes, like just, you know, when you see like an older person that, you know, maybe has lost a lot of weight, their eyes just tend to get really sunken in and deathly looking. Um, and once he started to get closer to this old man, he noticed that it was like out of both of his ears and like kind of trickling down to his mouth. He had like blood just kind of like pouring out of him. Of course, like he was super close, had to like pass him, like tried to like turn around. And as he did a U-turn and turned around, this man was completely gone, like gone, gone. Like no one, he could not find him at all. And he swears up and down, he saw this old man. And uh, my first thought was "Eh, zombie, it's zombie, zombie ghost. Or zombie. Yeah. You know, I mean, he just probably needed some fresh air or something, wanted to stretch his legs. Sure. Yeah. Listen, he just needed a moment. He just needed mm-hmm. a moment. But can you like imagine that? Like having to be one of those police officers that's like driving through cemetery after se- like every night patrolling. Like you're gonna see shit. Like that takes no, thank I mean, you. that's why they have like stories and like they're a very small, obviously, police force, and it's like yeah. So one of the police officers that was also telling stories was his name's uh Police Sergeant Tim Mackey, and he at this time that I read this article, which was I think at least like ten years ago, he was a twenty-year veteran of the Coma Police Department. He kind of listed off some of the things he found people doing. Unfortunately, funny, but it's very true. But also, come on, people, 
um, he discovered people dancing on graves, yelling at gravestones, maybe to try to like raise the dead, yell at their loved one who died, literally screaming at them. Um, he found cryptic remains of seances. So on a routine basis, he would find candles around a gravestone with like dead chicken parts. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and on multiple occurrences, um, found people doing the, the dirty in cemeteries. That one, not surprising. You know, I wanted to know, is there like a kind of kink for that, you know? Sure. I think, I think that could come from a few places, but I think, okay. So like the Gothic community is super stereotyped, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know people who are goth. I've known people who've been goth since God knows when. And like a lot of what you think when you hear the word goth, isn't really what it is. It's not just wearing black clothes and being emo, which is totally different by the way. And just like wanting to kill yourself and hating your parents and believing in the occult. That's just nonsense. It's a, it's a bunch of things that have been derived and just pushed into the term goth, right? Like that's just, people tend to take the extremes. I feel like, you know, so it's like, obviously there are those kind of goths that are like the extreme, but that's what gets popular is because that's so extreme that, you know, they categorize everybody as that, you know, Exactly. And these are the same, like, this is the same thing that's been happening since, you know, you had people believed in the occult in like the seventies. Remember like the satanic panic in like the seventies or the eighties, like the satanic panic, you, people take that and push it into what like goth is today. Like it's a whole bunch of that. And you know, I'm not trying to upset anybody, but I highly doubt a bunch of Bible thumpers listening to our podcast, but like if you've ever read or heard passages from like the Titanic Bible, they're they're pretty good. Like not mean and like corrupt, like the Bible versus the Satanic Bible. Like if you didn't know what was what, the shit in the Satanic Bible is more humane than in, in understanding and like community bonding than the bible is like the bible's like hate your neighbor because they aren't like you like the bible is fucking bananas and the satanic bible is like we're not like it's i'm not gonna maybe maybe that's something we can do on a whole totally different thing but like the satanic bible is not what people think it is and i think there's this whole great documentary on netflix about it fucking if you haven't seen it fucking watch it it's fucking bonkers but anyway besides the point yes like that doesn't surprise me yeah continue. i'm I getting wanna, off topic. i want to find out like can i name it or something or is there a name for it like headstone kink like i don't know there probably is i think those come from people who don't particularly partake or can endure those but they enjoy the thrill of it yeah. And yeah. And it's the fact that I guess, like I said, it's, it's a fairly regular occurrence too, which not appropriate at all. You know, there's time and place for everything, but apparently there's people out there, you know, Coma, California. Coma, California. <laughs> but yeah. So I put at the end of my little 
my little research, I was like, you know, obviously this, all these are to be continued because with them still receiving thousands of bodies from a month, you know, the ghost stories are going to continue to come. But I, from all in all, what I've read though about this place too, is it is a really neat place to visit because it is very beautiful. Like I said, it's, it's a lot of greenery in a place where that's not something that's often found in California. Um, they say it's usually typically really serene, um, nothing too negative, um, even though, like I said, it's a very dark history, in my opinion, like it, a lot of wrong was probably done and not the right and could have been done a lot better. But, um, but yeah, Coma, California, go visit them. Here's what I say. First of all, bravo. <laughs> Second of all, you should totally just have a whole episode on like the ghost stories of Coma, California by itself. I know. I really want to find, like, if anybody knows anybody that lives there and knows any more stories, like, please let me know. Because like I said, there are people that are still live there and, you know, it's still a community. Um, and from what I found too, it's kind of cute. Like I would, I would totally go with like, if there was places to live there, because it seems very, very close knit. Cause a lot of people do work in the cemetery fields and stuff like that. There are a lot of workers there. Um, and then like, even like the police officers, they were saying, you know, the children there that grew up are kind of just a little bit different because I guess during Halloween too, you know, you'd think it, they'd have a lot of Halloween, like scary stuff happening, but really all the police officers, I guess, get in their patrol cars and like the kids go like trick-or-treating from like cemetery to cemetery to go to like the police patrol cars and they like pass out Aww. candy out of their cars. So that was a really that's cute story cute. too that I heard. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet, you know, and I'm sure they're just kind of used to it there. They're like, yeah, you know, I've got a let me, let me walk through this cemetery to get to so-and-so's house, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. And then three, we, if not there, we need to plan like a trip to somewhere mm-hmm. to do something. Yes, definitely. I would be down. Um, yeah. So really quick. I just wanted to make sure that I did cite my sources. I forgot to do it at the beginning. Like I usually do. Um, a couple sources I actually looked up. Um, there's a website called literally coma.california.gov. So it's coma.ca.gov. Um, they have like a whole little like history, like about them. And I guess somebody did like an actual documentary too, about like the ghosts and stuff like that. And all the cemeteries, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I ran out of time, but it's posted on there too. Of course, one of my sites that I feel like I've used quite a bit now is all that is interesting.com. Such a good website. Um, it's, it is good. I mean, honestly, like the fact that I said, this is such a topic that not a lot of people have covered. Like they actually had a very good article on it by Richard Stockton. And then another, like it was a newspaper article in the East Bay Times by Julia M. Scott. So, and to finish off um, my little bit about coma, I just want to give you a little, little tidbit. It's their motto. Do you want to hear what their motto is? Absolutely. It's great to be alive in, Cal- in Coma, California. That's adorable. Because you know what? You're the minority at that point. <laughs> yes. So it's great to be alive in Coma, California. great to be alive. <laughs> I love that. And it's so fitting too. Great to be alive, Miss uh, Bride of Frankenstein, so. I didn't get a choice. (laughs) If you've ever seen the Bride of Frankenstein, she pissed and rightfully so. (laughs) That's fine. But yeah, that's my story for this week, you guys. 
Bravo, Chanel. That's beautifully done. Ah, uh, but yeah. So let me see. Let me see off the top of my head if I can remember where to find us, you guys, because I'm I am determined to get this down. The wine's helping. Um, so you can find us on YouTube now at Take a Killer to Brunch. You can watch our lovely faces, which is very stressful for me, but it's there. It's beautiful. Um, you can also listen it. to us on all streaming devices. You can find our website at takeakillertobrunch.wordpress.com. Got it. I got it. And I'm working on my bio, you guys, too, just so you know. And you can also find us on Instagram at Take a Killer to Brunch podcast, T A K T B podcast, right? Yeah. I have yeah. logins for all this, you guys. So it's like to remember the actual names of everything. I'm getting That's there. Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then I know Darcy wanted to kind of also announce something that we're also going to be doing soon. So, because you guys are so amazing and it finally hit 500 downloads. So congratulations to you guys. Thank you so much for caring. Um, I know when you're hearing this, this is probably like the third episode we've mentioned it, but for us, it's felt like six months. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Like we really appreciate you more than anything than you know. And I still haven't gotten my email, so I'm still salty. But anyway, um, we will be launching Patreon. And patron, if you are a Podbean uh, enthusiast. So if you are solely a Podbean person, we will be launching patron. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, it's totally okay. We're launching a Patreon. They will both have the same things. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to subscribe to both of them. Just subscribe to the one you prefer because they will both have the same content. But launching, um, I think next week, right? Like the 19th or something like that, we launch Patreon and Patreon. So thank you guys so much for just being with us on this journey. It's been amazing. And I honestly never expected it to grow how it has. I don't know about you. I mean, you came in and it's just kind of exploded since you've come in, but we have a lot of great things in store for you and we're working on a bunch of great content for you guys so we we have some cool um holiday specials for patron and patreon members we have some great bonus content so with that in mind we do have a week away from by the time you're listening to this i think mm -hmm. well it's the 15th when we're recording this so if, are we rolling this out next week yeah that's the 19th yes. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, it's rolled out. This is yeah. this is how much our brains are processing things in advance. So by the time you hear this, it's just freshly rolled out. So if you prefer Patreon, please go subscribe. If you prefer Patreon because you're a Podbean enthusiast, please go subscribe there. Um, if there are things you would love to see, let us know. We want to make sure that that special content is curated to those of you that want to have it. So we won't know unless you tell us. And if you assume that someone else will, they won't. So just do it. Mm -hmm. We're here to help you guys out. We're here to make great content for you all. And we're also very thankful for all the support that we've gotten from you guys. So that was a great, um, a big surprise that we've been holding on to for like two weeks at this point. So I'm happy we finally got to share it. Shannon, is there anything else you want to add? 
Well, I just want to give people, people like me who are, are kind of, we're into the podcast community, obviously, but if anybody's not necessarily familiar with what Patreon and Patreon are, so just a little bit about them is that if you like what you listen to when you listen to Darcy and I, there it's a it's a way basically for you to subscribe in a sense to what we do to get a little bit extra content, you know, maybe learn a few things, um, hear about what we're doing, you know, extra little tidbits. It's a way if you subscribe to us that we can provide you with some some additional pluses, you know, so that way you have just a little bit more about us or like we're going to add some fun little bits in there every month for people that do subscribe. So for anybody that's not super familiar, you can look into them. Um, like we said, we're going to be launching them here very, very soon. So when this comes out, they will be out. Um, and you can look into them and see, you know, if that's something you're interested in. And hopefully it is because we would love to have that opportunity to kind of share more with you guys besides just the episodes that come out each week. Yeah, exactly. And if you have been with us, this is the top of the episode one bless, And two, you know, we're just like everybody else. Like we have full-time jobs that consume our lives. We have relationships and everything outside of that, that we have to maintain. And we do this because one, we enjoy it. And two, it's a way for us as best friends to spend that time together that we don't, we never always got because life is just life, right? And by supporting the show, you're supporting our ability to provide not only us, but you with extra things and extra bits, like she said, um, additional content, additional fun things here and there. But that's also stuff that only you get. If you're not a subscriber, you don't get it. So you get to be a part of a very elite class, which we appreciate. Um, but you also get to be a direct contributor to the support of the show. So thank you all. And um, we'll be very excited to see what happens when this episode launches. Very excited. Yes. Thanks, guys. We love having you here. Shannon, chef's kiss. You have so many ways you can go with this episode. I'm very excited to see what happens. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know I'm so excited. I'm, I, like I said, I was flabbergasted and shocked and all the things that all this is true, you guys. But, you know, spooky season, you had a, I had to cover City of the Dead. So with that, I say goodbye to all of you. Remember, it's great to be alive in Coma, California. It's great to be alive. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.